This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 40 of Friendshipable. Good afternoon, Terry. Hi, Manya. How are you today? I am excited for our topic today. Uh We are talking about traveling with friends. And I feel like this is a very appropriate topic for today in particular. Uh-huh. And why would that be? Well, didn't you just <laughs> return Get from off a vacation <laughs> with several friends of yours? I did. I did. I'm still getting, I'm still doing re-entry and, and w- waiting for my life to routine to get back in, you know, laundry and stuff like that, you know, look orderly and things like that. Yes. I just got back from a uh, seven, eight, nine day trip with five longtime friends um, to Europe. We flew together. We lived, we were on a cruise ship um, on the Rhine River. And um, we, the best thing, and there were a lot of great things about it, but yes, as we start talking about the topic of traveling with friends and how to plan with that. So yes, I'm fresh off the experience. Yes. You're going to, you're going to know all the things that work and maybe, oh, I'm going to know all the answers, right? Maybe a couple answers to the test. Yes. Maybe a couple yes. things that don't work. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, traveling with friends, right? What? And you've done it. I have absolutely traveled with friends. Yeah. And um, I think like any of us who have had that experience, we've learned some of the things we should do the hard way. Um, some of the things maybe we thought about ahead of time. Um, you know, one thing that I really like, uh, we read a couple articles, which we will put in the show mm-hmm. notes, but one of them was that one mistake made when traveling with friends is expecting one person to do all the planning. Yeah. And even the person who likes the planning, um, maybe doesn't really want to do all of the planning for that trip. And that's what, yep. And we had, cause there is somebody, I think in a group of certain size that has maybe a little bit more experience with getting the ball rolling mm-hmm. for a big trip. Um, and so that is a definite advantage. And, but there is a time in the process where it's time for the other, for others to take ownership over some things um, right. and lift and lift that burden off, you know, and, to, and spend the time to learn something about, you know, the trip and the logistics and, and just what needs to be done. So, yeah. Right. I mean, I guess, unless one person says nobody touch anything, I'm doing all the planning. <laughs> oh, well, that could spin the other way too. It's like, then the group says, well, what's going on with that? Like, I don't know. She said she's going to handle it. So I, yeah. So there's, there's good things and bad things with that, but yeah. 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 I think, I think even if there is somebody who likes to do the planning or yeah. throws their hat in the ring and says, I want to do it. Um, it is also important as someone who's taking the trip 
just to have a little bit of input and to know what's going to happen, um, uh-huh. like know where you're expected to be and why and when, and, yep. um, you know, you don't want it to be the, um, Hey, we're all going on a trip together, pack for warm weather and seven days go and show up at the airport at this time. And you're done. That's your, right, right. and it's like, no, that doesn't work. I think um, that only exists in the movies that kind of <laughs> You know, the other thing about traveling with friends is money that I think that's one that people can be afraid to talk about. What is the budget? Who's going to pay? How are we going to split costs? How did, how, how do you guys work that out when you travel? We worked it out and this was a different trip. I know for me, it was, um, out of the US, it was going to Europe for over a week. So um, not that I haven't been to Europe before, but there were a lot of different stops along the way and there were things to consider. Um, So, you know, the people with the most experience about it, you know, we we would meet, we met a lot, it was a year in the works and we met a lot on like this um, to to start going down the list of what needs to be done. And also before the commitment was made, you were talking about a budget, each person had to make the decision is that, is this something that's doable for me? Yes. So, um, so those are the types of things that we talked about first in terms of the cost of the airfare, the cost of the river cruise, the cost of the tours and things that we wanted to do and just all of the add-ons for that. And once everybody um, had considered whether or not this worked for them and they were in um, and everybody was in. So, um, yeah, so that's that's definitely a consideration in terms of budget, because I know I, I, the articles that we read also talked about that. I don't know that we set maybe individually we might have set budgets, but I think we pretty much knew the the scope of what we wanted to do and how much it was going to cost and if anybody had any misgivings about it it wasn't you know I don't think anybody did everybody was ready to take it on so uh but I would imagine there are instances where if there's you know stops along the way or there's driving involved or there's hotels involved it's just knowing what the baseline is so that nobody's surprised and they can make the right decision right you know, a friend and I are now in the beginning stages of planning a trip together, uh, and we were talking and started talking about um, costs. We uh-huh. have a few ideas on the table and started talking about costs, and we got to a point where I realized, oh, actually, we're now talking about things that are at the top of what I had been thinking of was my budget. Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. the the whole point of this initial conversation is also to figure out what do we want to spend? I mean, that's right. part of it, right. but it was the conversation sort of was talking about, Oh, and we could do this and we could do this and it would only cost this and this. And I started thinking, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then I started adding things together and I thought, okay, yeah, now I know. Right. This feels like I don't want to spend much more than this. So uh-huh. what does that mean about what, we want to do. Does that mean this isn't the right trip? Does that mean this isn't the right destination? Right. So that was very helpful to me as we started. And I said out loud, Ooh, 
this is starting to get to the top of my budget. Um, Uh So, and that was actually a little scary even to say, because I want to do this trip and it's going to be great. And wherever, however it ends up is going to be lovely. And I know that, but I also realized it is important that I know what my limit is because, you know, I don't want to spend half again as much and then be upset that I'm spending that kind of money. Exactly. Because then you're going to take the trip just being very aware of how much things are costing because I mean, you've traveled a lot also, you know, that even if you set out with a certain amount and you said, okay, this is my cap, there's going to be things that come up that would be fun to do, or would be interesting to do. And depending upon the cost of that, then you're going to be, like you said, you're going to be disappointed if you're going to realize like, no, that kind of doesn't work. So I think the, the other aspect of that and factoring in the budget is going over the, the plan and the way you and your friend are is like piecing it all together. And once you have that final, I don't want to say final list, but that, that more, that agree to list, you both have a better idea. Yeah. Right. And we, and, you know, we're planning this and and it didn't even include airfare yet. So it was already like, Oh, when we add airfare, you know, I I've traveled enough and I, I know that you have as well to know that whatever I think my budget is, it will never be what my budget is. (laughs) So, you know, if I've mythically budgeted $1,000 for this, it's first of all, base, it's going to cost 1250. And then I'm like, okay, that's fine. Cause that's close, you know, but then when I get there, there's going to be the thing that I want to do that adds another $500 onto the cost. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think that's the other thing too, in the, for thinking about it right now, ahead of time, thinking about the budget, I already know it's going to go over budget. So I want to be careful where I, where we, the official budget ends up because we know we've got that. There's that additional stuff that just always gets right gets done or you end right. up in the moment and you decide yes. I do you want go, to do well, this I'm thing here that... now I'm not going to not do this so right right yes. you know I'm never going to be back here let's do this thing right. let's do it I've got right. a credit card oh <laughs> you know that's that's probably where most people you know obviously break the bank on um you know you're you're in the moment and and that's exactly the the mindset it's like if I I might never get here again you don't know let's just go for it and the reality will hit several weeks later when you return home and so so it's kind of good you know and just and that's attached to mapping out what you as you know as a group or individuals what you want to do right yeah right and knowing uh you know, where you're going to be, what are the options for excursions or add-ons and just have that sense of what they are. Um, Well, what about, you know, one thing I think is really important when I'm traveling with friends, as much as I adore my friends, I definitely also need alone time. Uh And um, how did, you know, how does that work with you and your friends or how did that work on this trip? Or did you get any alone time? We, I, I, we pretty well moved, pretty much moved as a pack. (laughs) Six of us. Um, I, but you know, when I think about it, there could be like one individual on the, on the ship we were on wanted to get 
in for the meals, the table that we had, you know, that became our table in the dining room. And I hadn't thought about it before, but that could have been her way of getting some alone time mm-hmm. and just being the, per- the person that's up there and, and taking claim to the table. Um, I think we really, we did tours together. We, there wasn't, yeah, there really wasn't a lot of alone time other than, well, if you did want to, to take a, a walk, the, there was a walking track on the, the top deck of the mm-hmm. ship. So if anybody wanted to do that, that would work, but we pretty much, you know, experienced all of it together, but yeah. I'm sure I'll think of other examples of it, but one of them was just like, yep, I'm going to be the one to get the cables. So that could be somebody's way of going, give me a little bit of space. Yeah. But you're right. Things like going for a walk on your own. So you were on a ship, yeah. so you had to yeah. walk on the ship, but, yep. um, you know, it doesn't have to be a big, I need the whole day to myself for some no. people it may be, but, um, I think it's just important to recognize that that may, that may be something. And it doesn't mean that your friend doesn't want to be with you. No, right? we, we all no. just have different amounts of time. I don't know that we can be on. And even yeah. with good friends, sometimes it feels like you're on. I yeah. think sometimes when you're traveling, I think it depends upon the nature of the trip. Um, thinking back on the last week, so many of the, the things we planned, um, they were real, you know, and going into different cities that we didn't know, we either were with tour guides or we um, were with one another. So, um, so that's, I think that's mostly why, but this is also a group we, we vacation every summer together. Mm -hmm. And, um, so to talk about doing things separately in alone time, we spend a week together in a summer, um, place. And because that has been, we know the rhythm of that. Yeah. And there's many times where somebody's just going, I'm going out for a walk or two people are going to the beach or so that's a very different thing. I think it's the familiarity mm-hmm. with the with the the place we're at so that everybody knows um, basically by this point in time what each person's preference is to do. And then we'll re- reconvene for for dinners or something right. like that. So, um, so, but I think when it's, it's something that's out of the, the norm, um, yeah, we pretty much stayed as a group. So oh. and, uh, that worked in that instance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when you've got, so this is different than the, um, the typical trip that you guys take together and how did yeah. you, how did you come up with the idea and how did you kind of get everybody onto the same page? Because, you know, we could, we could all say, Hey, we want to take this river cruise in Europe. And Mm -hmm. one person can be thinking of the luxury cruise. Uh And one person can be thinking about renting your own barge to go in the canals in France. (laughs) So how did you guys kind of talk about it and get to the point where you were all on the same page? We, um, I think, I think one, one friend who's done a lot of, um, well, everybody's done a lot of travel, but has had experience with um, some of the cruises, I believe, um, brought it up about a year, a little over a year ago. Um, is this something that we would like to do as a group? This would be fun for us to do as a group. So, mm-hmm. um, so the, the cruise itself was kind of like the baseline of it and the the different countries and cities that 
it made it stops at. And then, um, so everybody, again, you know, everybody were considered it and, you know, people with families to consider and time and obviously jobs to consider, uh, everybody made the commitment to the time and to knowing what their budget should be for it. Um, so that's pretty much how it came. And then, then it was time. And we worked with a travel agent to schedule things like the flights and stuff like that. So we did initially, we relied heavily on the travel agent to make the bookings. But then as we started building it a little bit, we started because we had time, we had a couple of days prior and a day afterwards to do our own thing. So that was a matter of, okay, what's, what's available and what do we want to do? What's unique about this city that we want to experience? Yeah. And so we would look at that as a group and make decisions based on that. Nice. Yeah. 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 Because I think not everybody travels the same way. Yeah. And it's still possible to travel together with friends who don't necessarily travel in the same way that you do. It's just a matter of having that conversation um, right? that, you know, right. this time it's not going to be the luxury cruise or this time, you know, let's not do the kayaking right. on our own or backpacking on our own, Yeah, but yeah. Um, it is possible to, but the key is in all of these articles. And, and I know in your experience and my experience is actually having that conversation about it and just, yeah understanding where you're all coming from however many of the you there are right. in the group right. one of the articles so we we um one of the articles i read for this was an article in forbes about uh, 10 tips for traveling with friends uh-huh. and one of yeah. them that i loved was to not make any decisions when you're hungry <laughs> <laughs> I think back to, um, that's trips. hangry, right? That's the yes. word that is hangry. Yeah. Yes. And I think back to trips where, um, you know, I think sometimes it can be there, there are moments when you are out and about and you need to find lunch, but you guys aren't hungry at the same time, or, you know, somebody's used to eating a late lunch and somebody's used to eating an early lunch, um, or nobody can decide what restaurant you actually want to go to for lunch. Um, and I think the food re- for me, the food related ones are the, um, riskiest ones, right. As, right. You know, well, also I just thought of two in, in a long standing group, um, everybody kind of knows each Well, not kind of, you know, people's temperaments and mm-hmm. how they would react to situations and, so that's kind of good to know too, that, you know, you can rely on so-and-so to sort this out or get information and rely on so-and-so to be practical about something. Right. Um, right. We had, so we were coming from three different locations. Somebody was traveling solo from the Midwest. Four of us traveled from New England and one was already over there. Oh. And the four of us had traveled from New England when we landed in Europe at 7 a.m. in the morning, we landed about 15 minutes after the baggage handlers went on strike. So our baggage never made it off the plane. So um, so it was a matter of, okay, what are we gonna do about this? And since everybody, I hadn't thought about this before, but we know what our rhythm is. We're all very smart women and we're all, you know, um, 
So we worked as a group, everybody just like we do the best we can and then make the decisions of, okay, when do we go back to the airport to pick it up? Who do we contact? What do we do? So I think that has something to do with it too. Like whether it's two people or three or four or six, everybody kind of knows how you operate as a group and and as a parent. Right. Now that's, that's, Interesting that you say that because then that makes me think about, okay, so what if you're traveling with a friend for the first time or whether whether it's one-on-one or a group of friends, like all of the things that Terry just said are things that you are not going to know if you're traveling. I mean, you're traveling with a friend. You presumably have known that person for more than a short time to Uh choose to travel with them. Um, but there may be other things about them. You just don't know. And you don't know how each other travels. Um, Uh so I, I'm just going to throw out an example. So I am somebody who likes to get to the airport early on, on either end of the trip. Um, Uh I don't want to miss my flight and, um, I have never missed a flight. I have almost missed a flight despite leaving, Many, many, many hours before I needed to but get to nothing airport. that you caused by this. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. So I am someone who likes to get to the airport early and I have some friends who are not like that. So um, when I have traveled with them, it's like, great. I will see you when you get yeah. to the airport. We yeah. do not need to travel to the airport together. Uh-huh. Um, I'm getting on the plane, whether you are there or not. Now that is, everybody has always that, showed up, uh-huh. but you know, I am someone I would rather be at the airport two hours early sitting and reading than to swoop in, you know, but I know people who are comfortable doing that. And I have had negotiations with, okay, we are now, we are going to travel to the airport together. You are going to want to travel much later than I want to travel. And I'm obviously going to want to travel much earlier than you want to travel. So let's pick a compromise time, something that's later than I want and earlier than you want. And that's important to feel that you can have those conversations. Um, But if you're traveling with someone for the first time, you may not even be thinking about those kind of things. Right, right. You're going to be learning those kind of things. Yes. And whether or not this is a travel companion for the future. (laughs) Right. Right. It is, it is entirely possible to have that experience and Uh perhaps this person and I don't travel well together, or I need to get to know them better before we travel again together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember you just reminded me, I traveled once I was heading out, out West and um, it it was a woman who worked with my dad at the time. We were about the same age and she was interested. And I didn't know her well at all, but she was interested in doing that kind of trip. And I spent, once we were out there, I recall spending a lot of time and energy, you know, of not, you know, that's one when you, we're talking about traveling with people we're familiar with, and that's the, that you already have all of those things answered, but when you travel with somebody for the first time, um, and don't know them very well. Yeah. That's, that's a little bit more stressful because you just want to make sure that 
everything's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what are we, what kind of, so as you're traveling your trip in the moment, three minutes we have left, you're traveling and so you're going to apply the experience you've had in the past and just kind of apply that to this trip with a friend or yeah I'm going to remember mm -hmm. um I, you know I think about the things that worked really well on other uh -huh. travel excursions and I think about the things that um maybe didn't work so well so that th this time I can do them differently or think about them differently or mm -hmm. have a conversation up front um just to make sure that everybody's on the same page yeah um, and I think you know I think the thing to to remember is when you're traveling with a group is it's a group experience. So it's mm -hmm. not going to be the same as if you did it on your own and got to make right. all the choices right. on your own. Um, but it's just, you know, it's yeah. such a rich experience. To uh -huh. with friends. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just starting to, to already and recollecting just how much the, the group as a whole gave to one another um, yes. for the experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I travel. I love traveling alone. I love traveling with friends. I know, so. I know. Just put me on a plane. I'm good. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, Terry, thank you so much for sharing so much yeah. about your recent travel. I'm glad you had a great time. I did. I did. So and I can't wait to do it again. Before we um, log off, I wanted to remind everybody that the topic of traveling with friends mm -hmm. is the conversation we're going to be having on this month's Friendshipable Cafe. Mm -hmm. So if you are listening to this before May 18th, we would love to have you join us and talk about your experience traveling with friends and what's worked and what hasn't worked. And there's a link to sign up in the show notes and we look forward to seeing you there. Absolutely. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.